2: Welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Stewart and I will be your host this evening. It was another busy week for Rangers, from the highs of Dortmund to the disappointment in Dundee. We have a lot to get through as always, and with me tonight we have the two Davies. DP, how are you, mate?
1: I'm good, Mason. I'm good. As you said, we've got lots to get through, so I think we should just charge on.
2: And also, we've got Davy. How are you, Davy?
3: Yeah... Doing fine, thanks for having me on um, I'm, I'm actually shocked I wasn't expecting such a short answer from Davey Pollock It's not often we get
2: such a short answer
1: I'm saving my voice for later
2: <laughs> We've got a lot get to get through So um, we'll start it off with the result Thursday night um, which was which an unbelievable result and performance um, that I think last week us three None of us predicted us to score uh, four goals uh, away away in Dortmund. So um, coming back to you, Davy, um, where does that rank for you uh, in terms of um, you know results in Europe um, from from Rangers?
3: Well, it was, up, it was up with the best, isn't it? It was a uh, yeah, totally. I mean, I said it was one would be one each last week. Uh, it was just totally shocked actually when 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 the. Couldn't, couldn't believe the penalty because I don't think anybody seen it really it wasn't until Fargate called in that uh, everybody, although I think um, Borna Barisic I think he put up his hand and he's noticed it but it, it was just a pure shock to get to get the penalty and uh, no, once you've seen it on the the, the replay you know, it was actually quite clear it's surprising that nobody else seen it to be honest with you and everything just went on from there, and it was just a a fantastic night. It was just a pity there wasn't more people there to see it. Um, I I did see a few extra Ranger supporters in the crowd. I don't know how, in a crowd of 10,000, how they managed to get tickets, because I was supposed to be going as well, but I couldn't get a ticket, and I've got quite a a, a good person to get me tickets for for Dortmund games, but unfortunately didn't. But um, the Ranger supporters, uh, you, you can't... Fault them as well. They were absolutely brilliant. You could hear them the whole game, and it was just a, a great European night.
2: Yeah, definitely. It was as you said. We <clears throat> watching the game. Uh, there were supporters all around the ground. But I, I don't know if you've seen the video of the uh, the third goal when that goes in. It's just I uh, just I would have done anything to be <laughs> Thursday night when that third goal went in. To be honest with yeah. you. But same same question to you, uh, DP. Where does that result? Uh, stand um, with you following Rangers in Europe? Uh, Well, I've seen his way
1: a few times there. I've been to Monaco when we won there. I was in Eindhoven when eh, Albert's blasted one in the last 10 minutes. So we've had some really good results. And obviously Dortmund, the result on Thursday is well up there. But it's only going to stay well up there if we uh, finish the job on Thursday because it's really only half-time in this tie, so I wouldn't count it as a a famous victory just yet because there's uh, work to do. There's lots of work to do on Thursday. They're going to, obviously going to come roaring out the traps. at us as long as uh, we are ready for that. If we can get over the line, you know, brilliant. It'll be, it will be, it will be a fantastic result over two legs. You know, there'll be no excuses for Dortmund over two legs. We can put them out on Thursday. But I'm expecting, you know, a, a good game. It's going to be a an incredible atmosphere, at least at the start. But uh, if it can, we'll see how the performance goes as to how long that continues. But if we get the result on Thursday, it will be a, a monumental evening.
3: I think, um, sorry to cut in, I think a lot of people actually forget that away goals don't count extra these days. Um, because I've seen quite a lot of people saying that team will never score three. Well, they might not need to. If they get two, then then it's enough. Then it could go on to penalties and extra time and penalties. So I think we've got to take that into account. Although we're four-two up, it's only really two goals of a difference. Well,
1: my, my, oh, my prediction for the the result uh, last week was was zero-zero. So I, I've got a, a six-goal swing. So that's how far my predictions are out. I and mean, it's uh, I just didn't see that coming. I mean, when the third goal went in, it was. Uh, I didn't even say anything. It was just utter disbelief that we've just gone three 0 up in Dortmund. Listen, something's going wrong. You're know, on the wrong channel. I'm going to flick it over. I want to see the Rangers game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was exactly the same. To be honest, especially the first. Yeah, as you say, the third goal. I was just, and it was a great goal as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the whole, the whole performance um, Thursday night. I think it was Bassie's best game in a, in a Rangers shirt, and I'd go as far as saying it was. Kent's best game in a in a Rangers shirt as well. To be honest, I thought he was. They couldn't handle him. They doubled up, and he was he was terrific. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. we, I was hoping to spend a lot of time talking about uh, the Dortmund win tonight. But obviously, we had a game Sunday, and we come crashing um, back down to earth. Uh, when you turn Sky Sports News on, and you see Tanadis, <laughs> um and, and the picture Dice compared to where we was Thursday night. Um, Davy, um, we we made a couple of changes. Um, Thursday night uh, from Thursday night. Actually, no, he only made one. Halanda uh, come back in, which which for me was a surprise. I spoke last week about Arfield. Um, um, I was a bit concerned about him playing both games, um, but but Gio went with went with him, and uh, he played Halanda. Um, would you have liked to have seen anyone else in, or was it a case of play the same team and, and keep going?
3: I think it's easy to talk after the the fact, but um as I said last week, I'm not a Hollander supporter. So, well, I'm obviously support him when he's playing for Rangers, but he's, I'm not his greatest fan. Um, I also thought he was guilty at the goal at first, but when once I watch it again, the guy's actually holding him down. The guy's get his arm up and his uh, and his shoulder, so it would, be, it would have been quite difficult for him to jump. Uh, I, for me, the person at the corner that, that should do more is Alan McGregor. That's, uh, uh, he's stuck to his line. All he would seem to be interested in, there was a, I think it was Ryan Jack and a, a Dundee United player standing or just in front of him. And he seemed to be more interested in, in pushing uh, the, the, the Dundee United player and Ryan Jack out the road than watching the ball. I don't even think he was watching the ball, to be quite honest with you. Another another thing I'm a fan of is having somebody at the back post. If somebody was at the back post, they would have probably got that cleared away. And I know Joe Arrib has been been doing that recently. I don't know why he wasn't there on and Sunday, but uh, that's I mean obviously every goes a number of factors. Uh, the 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 chance before the the everybody just the guy just seemed to walk through the Rangers team and got a shot and goal that hit Tavernier, I think, on the leg. But everything's a thing of, of of that comes together to, to cause a goal. And yeah, it should have been stopped at some time earlier.
2: Yeah, it was uh, yeah, the goal. Um do you know what it's been like us all season to be honest. We've had a uh, we control games, then we have a five minute spell where we just you know, a team puts us under pressure and we can see the goal. Um, it's happened all season, and uh, you know set set pieces and balls into our box. We've not we've not defended them well enough. Um, DP, what was your thoughts on the on the the performance and 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 the and the goal as well that we conceded?
1: Well, I mean, on the performance overall, you would have to say it was uh, it was very good. You know, just the number of chances, the, the the amount of possession that they had, we were creating, but you you would have to say, you know. We have to do a, a wee bit. We have to be a bit more clinical because I mean, if eighty minutes of domination for us results in one goal, and ten minutes of domination for them results in one goal. So you don't have to be uh, Albert Einstein to work out that you know we we need to kind of up our goal scoring rate. So, but in terms of the their goal, they, obviously they had come out and they were involved. They were all very physical, in the challenge you know for the corner it was just a, another example of that how, how Physical, aware, you know, they were being aggressive. He was all over Halander, and it uh, was just strong enough to win the ball. So, but I think the the point that David makes about uh, McGregor is uh, I also subs- subscribe to because I, th- I would always want the goalkeeper to you know, dominate at least the six yard box, you know. And and it's now become a thing because other teams now look at Rangers. You've seen the goals, some of the goals we've lost this season. And saying get the ball in that six yard box, they are vulnerable, and uh, that's just, that's just the latest example of it. So, we have uh, McGregor is is obviously well knowing that he, he will not come for the ball. So just lump it in there, and it becomes a scramble to get who gets the ball.
2: I so, think I think they definitely target targeted that. You know, if you I went back and watched the game Monday as well, and they they played for set pieces. And the, every ball they put in the box, they tried to hit that, that area because they know McGregor's not coming for it. So, you know, they was only ever scoring against us Sunday from a set piece. And for us, you know, it was, it's really disappointing. As you say, not being clinical enough, having that much of the ball and and, and getting one goal. Um, I think it was 29 shots we had Sunday and three, I think it was only three on target. So, you know, that that's really frustrating and, and disappointing and, and uh, you know, it's, I think both ends as I said earlier about us conceding goals as is, is well, we're not been nowhere near clinical enough, even when we've been, we've been one new up or you know, one or we've not we've not kicked on. So um you know that's if we're gonna win this league, we we definitely need to improve, improve um on that. Um Davy Davy, um just just the goal, Aribo's goal uh, Sunday. Um I thought it was it was a terrific goal. Um we managed to, to break him down. Uh, at last, what was your thoughts on on Eribo's finish and, and the build up play? Well,
3: the, the build up from Ryan Kent. Uh, let's face it, in the Dortmund game and on Sunday as well, Ryan Kent has just been in super form. He's absolutely been brilliant the last two games. We were always complaining about him at the beginning of the season that he wasn't hitting for him. Well, he sort of all all of a sudden got to the top of his form, and uh, against Dortmund, that that, that guy Zaga is I think it's what you call him. His name's called Dan Axel Sagadu. No, I had I had him doing triple axels the whole game. Uh, so, but um, he was absolutely brilliant. And the beautiful ball through to Bassey. And Bassey, everybody was looking. All the Dundee United were piling into their own goal. And instead of putting it into Alfie, or I think um, there were a few Rangers players zoning in in the goal, actually. And... He had the, the the mind to put it back to the edge of the penalty area, where um, Aribo was coming in, and the shot was just well. I think the keeper got his finger stipped, so but it, he it couldn't couldn't save the the goal. Put it into the roof of the net. Oh, lovely goal.
2: Yeah, no, it was as as you said, Bassi's ball. Um uh was was perfect. Kent's Kent's ball uh, first of all to, to slide Bassi in as well. It was it for me it was the first bit in that second in the whole game really we showed real quality instead of putting balls in the box. Um, I was quite disappointed especially first half with how many balls we, we put in their box in the air because their two centre centre-halves, that's what they that's what they that's their bread and butter. That's where they're good, you know what I mean? So a little bit of quality um and sliding balls and we didn't do that enough. Um, DP, I've got I've got here uh, Diallo. Um, when he come on, um, I wasn't too happy when uh, when when he come on. I wanted Ruth to to partner Morelos, to be honest. At that time, I thought Sakala uh, give us an outball um, along with Kent. Um, What what was your thoughts on on? I don't want to, you know, I know he's a young boy from Man United, but what's your sort of thoughts on him at the minute? And 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 you know, also Sakala coming on, and would do you want to see more of these boys or?
1: Well, obviously the boy is technically very good. You know, the, the price tag that's hanging off the end of his toe will tell you that. But what I would want to see a bit more of is is him being a bit more of a team player because it seems that Diallo is on the pitch for Diallo because, you know, he's, he's got the option to cut it back to, and Sakala will have a tap-in. Uh, and just the general attitude that he was displaying in terms of, you know, his commitment. It was. Uh, it, it just didn't seem to be part of the, the general group. So obviously the boy's a very good player, but uh, should have been doing more. Should should be contributing more, sacrificing himself a wee bit more. You know, it's. I I, really, I don't care, and nor does any Rangers fan care who actually rolls it across the line. So his contribution should be exactly the same. You know, so he's he's taken a shot and he obviously hit the post, but I would have thought that. Uh, just as uh, as Big Barsi did when, when he had the presence of mind to lift his head and pick someone out in the box, Diallo should be able to do that as well. And I'm, I'm sure it would have crossed his mind, but maybe he was, uh, just, his wee moment of glory just overtook him and he just wanted to have a smash at it. But you should be uh, picking someone out, picking out a, a, a player in a better position than he is. But do you not think that's
3: a, a kind of, thing that's happening now that, uh, it's not the first time I mean he could have, I think Arfield and Alfie were free in the middle of the goal when he hit the took the shot that the, the, hit the post but it was the same way against Dortmund you had Barisic running through Alfie was totally free then you had Arabo running through um, I think uh, Arfield was, was standing totally free and I think Alfie at first as well was totally free uh, it seems to be a, a thing that's they, they, they seem to be blind to to cutting the ball back like that. I don't know what you think about it.
2: I thought I thought Diallo the he has a bad first touch. He has actually two bad touches when when he goes through, and I think he he's he, he should never really get it onto his right foot. He's got to do two things for me. He's got to slide it across to Sakala, or he goes with his left foot, his strong foot, and just passes it in the net. He doesn't either. He goes with his right, and it hits the outside of the post. But yeah uh, what concerned me most is uh, when he come on he the fifty fifty he completely threw himself out of the way of that for me he's a young player you know he can have all the talent in the world if he doesn't show that heart and that you know desire to to want to play for us and 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 go into challenges away at Tanadice, then we're we're you know we're in trouble um so yeah that was that for me was was more uh, concerning, but yeah, if he slides the ball across or, or finishes it, we we win the game, no doubt you about ha-
3: that. You had the ball as well that um, somebody put him through, and he thought he was offside, and he just stopped. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that before. At least most people try and then if they're, they're, they're offside, they're offside. But he just sort of stopped and never. It was only it took him about thirty seconds or something like that to decide. Oh, maybe I can get that still. So he's. he's but I mean, that's pretty basic stuff. I can't believe a forty million pound player would have a, an attitude like that, really. To be honest.
1: Well, it just—it was just an example of you know a Manchester United player who's playing for Rangers because he's not a Rangers player. He will never—he will not never be a Rangers player. You know, we would just don't never be able to have him as a as a, you know a permanent signing just because of the price tag. So he knows he's here for a limited period of time. And his, pretty much his attitude is uh, not that. You know, you've got to probably pick him out from the stand as someone who's on loan because, as uh, Mason has pointed out, <laughs> shirking out of the challenges means that uh, you're a man light. You know, it's a battle. It was a physical battle. Dundee United deliberately made it that. So if there's someone on the pitch who's not up for it, they shouldn't be on the pitch. End of.
2: Do you not find that a little bit frustrating? I find it a little bit frustrating that we've, we've no doubt this kid's got talent, but these type of loans, as you said, he's not here. He's not going to have the effect of being here next season if we don't win the league and we don't automatically get in the Champions League. So he'll be at Man United and, he, you know, he, he's away. But I find, that quite, I find it quite frustrating. I'm not a big fan of, of, of these loans. I've got to be honest, unless there's an option to buy because then, then there's a real incentive, and as you said, we're never going to be able to afford the Arlo. You know, he, again in January for me, it was a case of getting a right winger who can go and add numbers, and he's ready to go in. And I know that's difficult finances, but yeah, I, I don't want to pick out the young boy because he, he's 19 and, and, and whatever else. But we've got such an important title to win. Um, the, that signing, you know, already is, is looking like one that, um, that that isn't gonna isn't gonna work out. But, well, listen, um,
3: sorry, sorry. our our uh, our players in nineteen are stuck in the B team, and we've we've got Lowry sitting in the bench. And uh, for me, Lowry showed far more in the games he's played than uh, than has 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 played in in his uh, games. The only game he stood out on was a game I think it was against Stirling Albion, where he, where he I believe he get man of the match for. But I mean. That seems. That seems to. Uh, at the moment, that seems to be his his, his limit. That's, that seems to be where he should be. But he certainly not showed anything in the Rangers first team that, that that gives me the belief that anywhere near forty million.
2: Mm. No, I I agree. Um, with um, Sunday um, more drop points comes with a referee in performance that. we we never like talking about referees for me, it's just, but when a referee is making that bad decisions over and over, um, it is so frustrating. Um, You know, Bobby Madden misses a clear handball uh, in the first half, and then in the second half, misses um, Sakala being pulled back um, from a goal-scoring opportunity. I don't know how he misses that one, to be honest. Um, DP, the referee... Decisions again. Um, I don't want to sound, you know, bitter and and turn away from us being poor since we've come back, but we've again not had decisions go our way. We had Morelos who, who give away a penalty against Aberdeen uh, when we come back for. I think for for you know I thought it was worse the handball on, on Saturday because the ball travels a further distance. There's no way that Morelos can get his you know his hand um, away at the at Pato- at um but yet again Bobby Madden looks at his linesman uh, and nothing happens and and we end up paying the consequences for it.
1: I mean it's it's a stonewall penalty just apply the the, the laws of the game you know they've they've had some discussion you know about the the change of handball so you know he knows exactly what he's doing for me it's just a it's that he's cheating or it's incompetence uh, so I, I, I hesitate to use the words, you know, that they're cheating. You think, you know, these guys are out there. It's, you know, you're live on TV. For for you to be, you know, cheating people, it would become fairly obvious quite quickly. So you're thinking it's, maybe they're just shy. They're just not very good. And I mean, the the, the, the second one for Sakala is just, uh, that, that's just outrageous. I just wondered what the linesman is watching. You know, there's, because he'd lifted him off his feet. He tugged them so hard. Uh, <clears throat> so what are they looking at? I mean, we've seen the pictures. That that one for me is inexcusable. That is, I mean, you're driven to the conclusion that they are cheating you because that's just that's just insane that they could not pick that out. The guys are, and if they haven't seen it, then you're like, well, where is where are you looking? Where are you looking? So, but well, you said we had enough chances, you know. So. And, and, you know, these things would, would even out over the piece, you would have thought. It, but it just doesn't seem to be that way. We just seem to get one shit ref after another. You know, and, and and I think when, in games, when we win, we should be making more of it because the the performance, you know, up at the tawdry, <clears throat> the clancy is just, uh, that, that's just incompetence or, or they're cheating us so. VER, we need to get the VER So Rangers, I'm hoping we'll be lobbying for all their worth. Stuart Robertson will be kicking in doors at, at Hamden to, to get the VER in place because we've seen last Thursday what that's going to do. It's going to be they're going to have to justify their decisions here, and they're going to have to be you know made to publicly made to look at it, you know, on a TV screen. And then if they, they've got a decision, you know, then then they'll be held accountable. For those decisions, a lot more than you know. I just didn't see it move on. They don't want to have any discussion about it. It's not good enough. There's far too much at stake here.
2: No, the VAR needs to needs to come in. Um, I think you know you, you make a lot of good points, and I agree with it all. I think VAR, we need to get it. it I, I looked, and there's a lot a lot of countries that you know. I know Scottish football hasn't got the most uh, money uh, in Europe, but there's countries that, that are not doing it as well, and and have got it. Um, we need to we need to get it because decisions like this, as you said, we've got forty million pound on the line here of Champions League Champions League money, and 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 that's two games where we can pick out others. And as you said, there's I don't want to go into to the other side of the city where they feels like they're getting decision after decision. But I don't think we put enough. They put a lot of pressure on the referees. We don't. I feel like Sunday, you know, it's not so great because we've dropped points, but. That's you know we go one nil up like we did in Dortmund the game completely changes you know what I mean we we break them down and and we're not chasing. Uh, Davey, are you a fan of VAR? Is that something you want to see in Scottish football?
3: Yeah, definitely. I was right up for it right from the beginning. But the the one what I would want to say as well, I I don't know. I don't watch a lot of English football. Maybe you do. Scottish footballs are obviously amateur they're not they're not professional referees, and I don't know in England are they any better or they i mean with two referees in Dortmund as well they missed the handball and they missed the offside they gave offside so i am I'm, I'm wondering does professionalism help any in referees or is it just uh amateur as bad as uh amateur as bad as the professional referees I don't know, but far definitely i mean it, it's a help. To the referees, that the things they do miss, and what actually I, I read today, I was on a on a website, and somebody said that the assistant referees are actually told in Scotland not to help the referee, that the referees got to see decisions himself, and I, I can't believe that. I mean, why is he called an assistant referee if he's uh, if he's not going to assist the referee? So I thought that was quite a quite amazing. But the guys seem to know a lot about referees and the the way the Scottish. Uh, football Association put them to do their job, but um, I
1: think yeah, the whole credibility of Scottish football is at stake here because people are, are looking at this and thinking these people are rank amateurs. You know, there's, you know, they go on about you know their products not valued, and you know we we should get more TV money. But, uh, but if you're going to you know treat the, the the whole game like it was junior football, then you know that the amount of money you're going to get will reflect that. So it's. It, it, just not taken seriously because if, if the SFA, you know, don't take it seriously, then then why should anyone else? So, so the, it's an absolute requirement because I mean, there's every other league in, in Europe I, I think would has got VAR. So and I don't think it should be a, a question of you can't afford it. You can't afford not to because the whole credibility of, of Scottish football is on the line. But what no. is
3: it? What is it? Credibility of Scottish football? I mean, if you take a look at the SFA, you've got Peter Wall um, up at the top. there dictating things. You've got, um, it, and you can say he's not a part of Celtic anymore. But that guy didn't didn't walk away from Celtic for nothing. So I think Wall Wall will still get his his foot in that pie. Uh, the other thing is Gordon Strachan. How the hell was that no uh, a conflict of interest? In, Interest that Gordon Stratton can be a CEO of Celtic and the CEO of Dundee United at the same time. It's it's absolutely the the whole thing is, yeah, for me, as corrupt as anything.
2: Now, there is a bigger issue there in in the SFA. There is, I mean, even you know, the the TV deal that they they struck with Sky, you know, just everything, everything it it stinks. But I, I definitely agree with we need full time referees. I think that would help. I think, like any profession. You know if if you're doing it, you know, part time, you're going to be better being being professional and full time. That's just you know, uh, you know, straightforward. But yeah, they're still going to make mistakes, as we see um, in Dortmund. You know, for the fourth goal, it, you know, the, Morelos is been flagged offside when he's about four yards onside. But you know, you can kind of get over it because you've got VAR that will you know that will get 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 you the goal. Um, but but Sunday's decisions are just. You know, I'm, you're right, DP, I don't want to call it cheating, but I'm at the point where I'm like, well, what else is it? Because it's not another honest mistake. You know, it's a case of I can't give Rangers a penalty because I'm going to be in the papers all week. My, my windows are going to get smashed in. That's what I think it is. It's it's, it's a fear of giving us penalties um, how, more, more than anything.
3: How does a referee, I mean, if you take the Celtic game that went on for nine minutes over time until they scored in the last minute, I, I mean... That, I remember there was—I think it was the World Cup or the European Cup uh, for, for for internationals. There was a Scottish referee allowed ten minutes extra time, and he was never allowed to referee a game again in the in the World Cup. And that—that, what? That, how the heck did he get nine minutes? It's it's it totally unbelievable. I mean, even Sunday there was a lot of time lost, but we only get five minutes. So I don't—I don't—I think we could have been another hour and still no scored right enough, but. That's uh, it's just uh, you want parity. That's, that's that's what you want, and we're, it doesn't look like we're getting that at the moment. It was that things are really lopsided towards Celtic.
1: I think if if we were to sack all the referees who made a complete mm-hmm. howler, we would. Uh, I think we'd be quite quickly running out of referees. We'd have to uh, toss a coin, for, draw hats, draw names from a hat from the crowd to get someone to referee it. Because you know, just just in this this season alone, the, the We've been on the receiving end of uh, some complete, complete shit a number of times. Clancy, that guy should, shouldn't should be a referee for
3: me. If ch- you, you see him walking off with uh, was it you call Scott Brown at the end up, it's absolutely sh- shocking. Now, the referee should put himself in a position in the middle of the park and walk off alone. But after a, a game like that, where he had made decisions that were really game... Uh, Winning decisions, and he he, he walks off smiling at the end up with Scott Brown. That is absolutely shocking. That should never happen.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Because, I mean, in in that incident, you know, with with the sending off, uh, Scott Brown hits the deck, despite, you know, I mean, if it was a touch, it was the merest of touches. He's squealing like a wee girl, and then 30 seconds later, he's on his feet, waving Ryan Kent bye bye. Clancy's standing, watching this, knowing that he's just been conned, and yet there's nothing about it. That's that's what we've got. That's what we're, we're dealing with. So
2: oh, there's there's something that needs changing there, and it you know we could talk about referees, you know, yeah. every week because there is a decision every week. I feel like at the minute, um, DP, oh, un- if- uh, so, sorry, unfortunately, the the Rangers board. Don't
3: seem you. You never hear them doing anything about it. I mean, I, be, I believe Geo said during the week we need far. Well, the SFA will be shocked at that. But the the you, I mean, you never hear anything. ending from the Rangers board. Remember Celtic caused the strike away back, I can't remember what year it was. But I mean, they've they've got referees absolutely shaking in their boots and for the, to make a wrong decision against them, and we seem to accept it. Oh well, it'll it'll, it'll just like david says it'll be okay in the end it all evens itself out
0: here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: No, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. As I said earlier, they're, you know, they're getting all of the decisions at the minute, and I think we know why. Um. DP, coming back to you, um, obviously, drop points, so we're three points behind at the moment. Um, from, from where we were, uh, Boxing Day, six points clear. Um, there's a lot of work to, to be done. The last four away games, we've, we've not won. Um, three draws and a loss. Um, what, And I know that's an easy answer, we just need to win, uh, but what do, do we need to change? Does Gio need to change anything? What What is it at the minute that we need to do to make sure we, we, we hold on to our title?
1: Uh, well, I think we've already touched on one of them. Will be the goalkeeper because uh, with the goals that we're losing, but I mean, you can see that uh, the teams, you know, Ross County did it when they just know that they every opportunity, win free kicks in, in the half, pump it into the box, and you know, I would, I would love to see the stats about the number of chances created against Rangers and the number of goals scored as opposed to the other end of the ground for the number of chances that we've created the number of goals scored. It just seems that we're just a soft touch at the back. I'm hoping that, you know, Halander's return is going to uh, improve on on whatever the numbers are, because we just uh, we just see To lose three goals against Ross County uh, was just crazy. I mean, and McGregor was responsible for a couple of hours there. Maybe that's uh, putting him back in his shell, you know, when he, to come off the line, he, he makes an arse of it anyway, so just stay on the line. Either way, I think we need to improve. Obviously, the, the attitude that the guys displayed on Sunday, we probably couldn't improve on that. They were well up for it. We were making lots of chances, you know, and, and on another day, we would have put four or five past them. But that wasn't true of Parkhead. that wasn't true of Potaudry, and it wasn't true at Ross County. So, we just need to make sure, and I would hopefully that G will be utilising the squad. Freshen it up, change it, keep them guessing, Uh and and play Rangers players, please. So it, it's no more than, no less than that. You look at what they did to Anand. Aaron, obviously, Anand's like a lower standard. But the, the guys there, we changed, made a few changes. We made 11 changes. And the attitude was top-notch. And, you know, we had the game finished the first half hour. And, and the rest was a stroll. So I'm, I was hoping that, you know, Sunday, it looked, when we started on Sunday, it looked like it was going to continue in that vein. But we uh, we didn't get the breakthrough, and as you said, Mason the penalty would have made the difference. We popped one in there; it's a completely different game, a completely different game. So well, there's a number of things, eh? But uh, I'm hoping that you know the, we will just uh, renew our pledges and go again because we we have no more regal room. There's uh, we're now three points behind, so it's a one match swing. If it becomes two games, you know we're moving from probable to possible to improbable. So, and and that's the danger. If we let it slip too far, obviously we're not going to give up here. We're going to be uh, fighting all the way to the wire. So, uh, I'm not uh, too despondent, you know. After Sunday, you know, I was, I, I was flicking between you know, rage and, and despair. But you know, when you sit down and think about it, it's all in our own hands. Still, we've got the best squad in the league. Let's just go do it.
3: The one thing, that, um, going back to the McGregor point, is that McLaughlin is far better with his feet. He's a far better football player. So he, he would bring that part of it into the game as well. The other thing I don't understand is what Sakala needs to do to get a start in, in the starting line-up, because he's absolutely brilliant. Every week he comes on, he can get he he flies past players left, right and centre, and... It just seems to. do I mean, I've, he was bit, the best man of the match for a couple of games in a row. In the next game, he was dropped. I, I just can't understand. I don't know why, what Geo doesn't see in him that he's because for me he's the most dangerous man. Well, Morello's was as well, but for me, uh, he's the most. He he makes the most chances. Also for other people.
2: Yeah. No. I think I think we've learned that away from home. Um, in, especially in tougher way grounds. Sakala, we need something else other than Kent. Um and uh, as I said, Arfield has been playing really well in that sort of position. But I think I feel like Sunday, the way that Dundee United sat in and was was sort of, you know, wanted us, um, you know, what would rather Arfield there than, than a Sakala. So yeah, I agree. I think Sakala does need to play, especially um away from home. But um, is yeah, is McGregor now? You know, I, f- I feel bad saying it because he's been a brilliant servant servant for Rangers, McGregor. But yeah, maybe it is time. You know that we see McLaughlin in there. You know, maybe it will give the, the back four from crosses. You know that that something. You know, we haven't seen this season is a little bit of calmness. Um, but definitely um conceding goals. That's eight goals we've conceded now in the last four away games. So that's that's a, that's a bit of a worry that. Um,
1: um. On that, I mean, it's talking about McGregor. I mean, I'm hoping that Gio's is not putting you know McGregor's name on the team sheet out of some sort of misplaced loyalty. I would be playing the guys in form. If if no matter in what position and no matter what player it is, you know, Aribo, Alfredo Morelos <clears throat> across the team, the guys in form and and Sakala certainly is a good shout for for a place because you know his commitment is second to none. He he just never stops and. Goes and goes. So I would be playing the guys who are in form. Guys who are in form. You don't just get, you know, I've been at Rangers 10 years. Well, good for you. But that doesn't mean you'll be at Rangers 11 years. If if you don't do it, keep doing it. You know, it's it's about performance. So, and I think they should be, uh, sometimes the manager's just a wee bit too loyal. And we've got a good squad. So I would utilise that squad to, uh Get the foreign players on the pitch.
2: No, without that, it needs to be ruthless. It needs to be ruthless at this stage now. If you're not performing, you need to come out. You're spot on there. Um, So, Davey, um, now back to a little bit, trying to be more positive now onto Thursday night, which we've got a great chance to knock out, you know, definitely one of uh, Europe's um, best sides. Uh, What do we need to do uh, Thursday night? Uh, Who would you like to see in there um, to get this job done?
3: Well, the first thing we've got to do is score. I think uh, if we get if we can get an early goal, then I think it will just deflate. As as I think, Davy says they're going to come out of the blocks uh, a hundred mile an hour and try and get that goal back. I think the two young boys will be uh, will be on from the beginning. Well, one was on from the beginning uh, in uh, Thursday, and the, the other boy that, that, that dribbled through the team, through the Rangers team, to for, to create the first goal. Um, I think he'll be on from the beginning as well. Uh, I, I just think we need to do the same as we done on, th- on Thursday. That, that's uh, if, if we can go to them. The worst, the, the worst thing we can do, I think, is go back and sit in our, our, our uh, penalty area and try and put ten men in front of the ball. I think that will be the the worst thing. I think we've got to be dangerous. For me, the best defence is attack, and we've seen that on Thursday. Their, their defense is, is not great unfortunately the, they've, they've got that um the, the that player that, Z- that name, yeah. unfortunately he's injured I believe so I mean, he was a bit our best player on and, Thursday and but um no I think we've got to attack them we have got to go for them and uh, and see if we can get the result I think if we sit back and try and keep the two to two goals down I think we'll we'll struggle.
1: Yeah, well, I no. think it's it's going to end up like you know probably most football games the games are won and lost in the midfield for me so as long as we can compete in the midfield and retain possession then uh, I think we'll be we'll be in with a shout because but if they overwhelm us you know and, and play with a high press picking the balls off us turning us over time and time again I mean it's just what happened to Celtic part the first half that I mean if it's going to be a repeat of that then we we're in the shit so we need to be uh, competing, you know, 50-50s, we need to be winning those, we need to be winning second balls and we need to be retaining possession, getting up the park, because if they're going to come out of this wave after wave, it's going to be a long night.
2: Yeah, I thought I thought Ryan Jack made a, a real big difference Thursday uh, night. We've seen it since he come back, but I mean, you mentioned there uh, a parquet a, a couple of weeks ago where we didn't have someone in the mid- midfield to put their foot on the ball and get control of a game for us. But I thought Thursday night and Lundstrom, to be fair, um, were, were excellent and that. Just, you know, had to... They had no choice. They're playing against top-quality players. They need to get on the ball and make things happen, and, and they've done that. But as you said, Thursday night, they're going to come out all guns blazing. They need to, to score a few goals, and, and I do think we can we can pick them off. But it's it's about, you know, being more clinical, um, as we were Thursday night. But, um, but also... You know, being a threat. I don't want to, you know, to, to sit in and and say go and then break us down because we've seen under Geo that 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 just doesn't work. Um, stand with you, DP. Who who would you make any changes for Thursday or? or leave it
1: as is. I, I think it's it's going to very much reflect the team of last Thursday. I think there may be a change or two. Uh, I'm hoping that Ramsey may, makes an appearance because he is a bit of quality and and you know could probably keep the ball off you in a phone box so i'm hoping that you know technical ability of, of that standard will be will be utilized if available and i'd go go with him from the outset rather than, you know the, the 60 minute thing because the game might be over in 60 minutes so i would uh, i would have it straight from the outset you know and, and and obviously we need to be committed we need to press we need to go with energy we need to go with aggression because you you look what happened at, at celtic park you know when when we look like rabbits caught in the headlights. And this is the same Celtic who got turned over last week by Bodo glimped at Celtic Park. And then Dundee and, and, and Sunday, you know, were within four minutes of getting a draw. So, and Rangers got overwhelmed. So it's about, obviously, Gio will have done his homework. He'll know the ins and outs of Dortmund and he'll, he'll have a fair idea what, what he's going to be up against. Hopefully he'll pick the team to, uh, to match that. And and from then, as soon as they cross the line, it's about their attitude and their energy. You know, and we know you can do it. Now you need to do it. So that's, and if Rangers go out, I'm, I'm sure we match them. We, we can test the, the midfield. We win our fair share. I'm sure we'll be OK. But if we just, if we stand off and let them pass the ball around us, we're, uh, as I said, it will be a long evening.
3: I know Hellander's not on the European list, so I, I know he can't play. Well, is, Ram, is Ramsey on the list? Can Ramsey play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Ramsey's, yeah. That that was my, my next point with Ramsey, and I'll come back to you, Davey. Would you start? Would you play him from the start? I've actually serious worries that he's not fit.
3: I, I mean, why was he not in the team for for... Uh, Saturday that, or Sunday, that would, that would have been the perfect game to bring him into it. And I don't understand why he didn't play. So I, I've sort of got worries that the guy's not fit. That's uh, that's my that my worry, that um, getting up to fitness. I mean, it's okay everybody saying he's getting 400,000 a week. If, if he's not fit, then he's not worth toppings to us. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would start him, to be honest with you. I think I would go out the same way as we... We ripped him apart uh, on Thursday, and the only difference I might put on is Sakawa because we'll probably get pushed back, maybe a wee bit more. And then Sakawa is really quick, so he he might give a wee bit more um, an attack. But um, no, that's uh, that, I don't think I would change enough. An and I don't think I haven't seen enough in Ramsey to to see that he's totally fit yet
2: and could last. Uh more than
3: twenty,
2: thirty minutes. Yeah, no, Ramsey is is running out of we've only got eleven games left in the league, so we need he needs to start playing because as you said, that signing is just gonna be a total waste of time if he's if he's injured. Um I agree. I thought Sunday was the perfect game for him to come in for Arfield, um, get a start. Um, and, and give us, you know, something, something different. Um, Sunday, that little bit of quality at times when Dundee United take back, but he wasn't even in the squad. So yes, it is a worry. Definitely, it is a worry. Um, and I know it's well, hard. I think he had a knock. Though so Rams Ramsey had a knock. So
1: yeah, from training. So they didn't want to risk him in Sunday. Maybe it was just not risk him on Sunday, saving him for 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 the game on Thursday. So I'm hoping that's going to be the case. But you know, you're right. 11 games to go. You know, if we uh, if we don't get them on shortly, you know, it, it might be a waste of time. So we we have to arrest the, the three points from 12 uh, four away games has to stop now. Has to stop now. So that's we have no more you know, jokers to play here. It's, uh, we have to we have to win every game. Well, if he doesn't get
3: in now, it will it'll be our version of Roy Keane, won't it? That's the uh... That's the unfortunate thing about it. It's starting to, if he doesn't get a game, then we're going to, yeah, we're going to look pretty stupid getting one of these top players in. I mean, it's the same with the boy from Manchester United who's supposed to be the the world killer Mm -hmm. as well. That was was the two guys that were going to change
2: things for us and it, it hasn't up till now. No, I agree. They're both, yeah, both of them. Just you, just hope you know Ramsey can come in and start playing games, and we, yeah, Diallo's another one that when he does you now come back in, that he's got a point to prove, and you know he manages to to prove us uh, prove us wrong. But um, DP, I know it's difficult to to sort of you know make uh, comments on Sunday because we don't know how we're going to look Thursday and if we pick up any injuries and. But we will come on to, to Motherwell on, on Sunday, which is now, for me, the biggest game of the season. Um, we spoke earlier about, you know, there's no room for, you know, for, for any more drop points uh, or anything like that. So what what Sunday, what was your, you know, ideal scenario going into to, to another? I think we've got St Johnstone away Wednesday night and then Aberdeen at um, Ibrox the week later. It needs to be three wins, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I, we need 11 wins. We don't need three. So, no more. Uh, I think Mother One Sunday, obviously, at home, you know, we've we got the same treatment as hearts, and, you know, maybe, a, and, and Hibs did. So, Ibrooks have been strong. Our, our form at home has been fantastic. But, uh, it's the away days which are coming back to bite us, you know, and it's where we're shedding the points. So, no, no, it's uh, it's 11 wins eleven ones eleven is required. Uh, it starts on Sunday, so and I'm sure Gio's team talk will reflect that and play the guys in form. Obviously, what I would want is to give it everything that we've got on Thursday night, and then Gio will have to assess, you know, how that's going, who's fit for it, who's up for it, get them out on Sunday. It's, you know, we're playing Motherwell, so we were playing Dundee United after you know days after beating Dortmund four two. In, in Germany. So it's about <clears throat> attitude and and I know Tav was running about like a blue ass fly on Sunday, but it's games like this where I call me an old loony if you want, but it's it's guys like Barry Ferguson and Richard Golf, you know, who will run round that pitch and clip them round the ear and say, We need to do this. It's time to do it. So uh, I'm not sure Tav's that kind of captain. I think he is more vocal than he, than he has been, but I don't think Tav carries the gravitas, you know, of of, of Barry or, or Richard Goff you know, to and, and properly inspire. Because he needs to manage on the pitch. Geo's on the touchline, but we need a, a leader on the pitch who's going to say right enough of this shit and, and drive the guys on. So. We need we need someone like that, and I'm hoping that Tav will uh, take up the mantle starting on starting on Thursday, but certainly continuing on Sunday for the, the 11 league matches. We uh, we need to go. There's no room for error.
3: On a positive note, we've been in worse positions in this, and we've still won the league. Uh, there's, eh? So there's no it's not new that we've been in that we're in this position, and I'm sure you both remember the The commentator saying on oh, the helicopters turning round and heading off into the sunset. So we've all still got that in our memories. Well, maybe the younger people won't, but I think people of our age have all got got that memory. So I mean, it's it's not time to cover. There's eleven games to go. I mean, look, it's hmm. our, our fate changed in four games. So I mean, Celtic can drop for them as well, and and we can pick up for them. But three points I can change any time.
1: Yeah, the first Helicopter Sunday, we were five points behind with four games to go and managed to do it. So, you know, it's it's not a complete disaster. It's all in our own hands here. We're not relying on anyone. What the Rangers players are relying on is each other. So I'm hoping that uh, we just uh, get on with it. We will fight till the day is done, I think the song says. So let's get on with it.
3: No, no, sur- no surrender, I think. It's the other one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you said earlier,
1: DP. Don't, the, the, you that, don't uh, say it unless you mean it. Yeah. As Jock Wallace said.
2: You said earlier, we've got the best squad. And I believe that. I believe that as well. So, we, But they need to start proving it. And, and they need to start going on a run. They're capable of going to win 8, 9, 10, you know, 11. I think we need 11. You know, 11 wins it anyway, doesn't it? So, um, you know, big reaction uh, in the league on Sunday. We, we, they need to go on a run. 100%. Um, just before we finish up, uh, DP, I'll start with you. I'd like a prediction for Dortmund uh, on Thursday night and then a prediction uh, for Motherwell on Sunday.
1: Well, in that my uh, my prediction last time for a draw kind of backfired on me on a good way, so I'm going for another draw. I'm going for, for one each, hoping that it will backfire spectacularly in exactly the same way. So. I'm going one h I'm sure if, if Rangers can score first, I think we take the wind out of their sails. So if we can get the first goal, it's going to be absolutely crucial. If we can get a goal in the first half and uh, so, their shoulders, you know, visibly sag, you know, as the ball hits the net, because they now know that, got, that the hill's just got a whole load steeper for them. So one h I'm going for
3: you know the Rangers; uh, they they never make it easy. They'll 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 keep they'll keep us on the edge of our seat. Well, problem the toilet seat <laughs> watching watching the game. Um, so you know that it's never going to be easy. The Rangers never make it easy for us. Um, so I'm going to go for it'll be one 0 to about for them to about sixty minutes,
2: and then at the last.
3: Thirty minutes, we'll put in two goals. It'll be two-one for Rangers.
2: Take take both of them score lines all day long. Um, I, I'll go. I'll go with uh, two. All. I'm going to go with Desmond on Thursday. I think there's goals in it, and I think we'll score, and I think we'll go through. Um, Davy, I need uh, come back to you now. Uh, Motherwell, I need Motherwell as well. Motherwell score prediction.
1: Oh, I think Motherwell and Sunday we should see. Uh, we should see a few goals. Uh, I'm thinking three 0 Sunday.
2: And
3: Daniel, so you I'll go one better, I'll go for 4-0 it worked for me the last time so I'll go for 4-0 again
2: 4-0, I'll go 3 I'll go 3 um, but no, i just just uh, like to finish up now and, and thank uh, the two Davies tonight uh, DP, thanks for tonight uh, thanks for coming on
1: Thank you Mason for uh, standing in again you're, you're a star but um, I mean I think uh, I've gone through a range of emotions this week, but I'm back to, uh, you know, probably completely unwarranted optimism. So I'm sure we can we'll finish this time Thursday. It, w- it will go down in, a, in our history as, as one of our finest results. Uh, and then we uh, get back in the saddle on Sunday, start blowing these guys away.
3: Well, I'm waiting for, I'm. I, it's, you know, I live in Germany and Dortmund land. So I'm waiting to the result on Thursday. And then I'm going to be buying one of these projectors that project onto the front of the house and get the Rangers badge onto it. So so I'm quite looking forward to that. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for having me on and uh, all the best.
2: Yeah, thanks, David, as well. Um, you'll have to send me a picture of that projector because I, I want to see that. <laughs> But uh, have a good one, boys, and uh, thanks for listening, uh, everyone. Uh, We are the people.